this continues to be like in this episode um i'm mara laura is joy and Emily <laughs> sabrina Welcome to another episode of Invis Backwards Podcast. Well, first off, we actually have some cast news this week. So happy birthday to Jade and Nikita Ramsey, whose birthday is the 10th of February. And happy birthday to Alex Sawyer, whose birthday is the 13th of February. Happy birthday, all of you. Happy birthday to Jade, Nikita, and Alex great week for birthdays we got three in a week i mean two of your twins <laughs> so the episode <laughs> and you tell we are recording at 10 o'clock at night okay so we're gonna get right into this because it is very late as emily just said anyway we start anyway. with the iconic intro and then we open in Nina's dream, Fabian's telling Nina that she can't ignore him forever, and she asks, who's ignoring him? He morphs into Sankara. She yells at Nina to find the mask and asks the one who knows. Nina wakes up and realizes that she has a glowing mark on her arm and rubs at it, looking scared. Alright, so hear me out, guys. We all get matching Mark of Anubis tattoos. <laughs> I'm down. Let's go. I will Listen. I... Damn, can we just discuss that Nina blacked out and got a tattoo while her grand was visiting? <laughs> <laughs> Nina had a great time. Baby, what was in that food you were feeding her? Right? At school, Nina tells Fabian about the dream. She says it finally felt real and that she thought he was there to apologize. Oh, that it felt really real and she thought that he was there to apologize. Fabian then apologizes and says he got some bad advice. Nina says it wasn't Fabian. He morphed into the spirit. She says that the spirit is haunting her and she shows Fabian the mark. Fabian asks what it is and Nina says the spirit said, ask the one who knows. Nina's tie is, I have a lot of comments on Nina, like, the outfits this week. I have no clue why. But Nina's tie is, like, ajar, and her, like, shirt's, like, unbuttoned. And I was like, wouldn't they have to be buttoned all the way and, like, perm and proper? What is the dress code? They don't have a dress code. They're like, we're in Anubis house, we do what we want. They are the main characters. Yeah. Uh, Victor walks over to them and asks Nina what's on her arm and tells her to roll up her sleeve. She does and tells him it washes off. He says that he hopes for her sake it does. And not to let him see it again. After Victor walks away, Nina wonders if he's the one who knows. And Fabian says they can't ask him, but he has an idea. I just want to know how Victor saw that from all the way down the hall. It did not make any sense. Your tattoo. Victor's got... Oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? Like... Eagle eyes. There we go. I was like, there's a bird (laughs) reference in here. It's Corbier. Also, damn, Nina got a super detailed fake tattoo. Yes, I got a temporary tattoo as a mask of Anubis. What about it? <laughs> Me too, Nina. What about Us it? too, apparently. <laughs> also, let's be real. What has Victor known anything? He does know. <laughs> At the house, Alfie and Jerome are grabbing their bags when they see a note, which is Fabian's poem. They read it, and then they realize it's from Fabian, so Jerome takes it. That's a surprise tool we'll use later. <laughs> Nick walks in and hands Mara a book. She says it's from the Victoria Academy of Sport, which is one of the best sports schools. Nick says that his dad got him a place there and that it's kind of like a bribe. Patricia says it is exactly like a bribe. Mara sadly says that it's a pretty incredible place and it has every sport except Quidditch. Mara says that it does not have to be the end of her and Mick. Nick says three words, 24-hour flight, and Patricia says that's actually four words. (laughs) 
Oh, man. I put Patricia shut up, not because of her funny, that's actually four words. I think she was like, why aren't you going, Nick? Like, go to Australia. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, no. she kind of was. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, also, I'm, you know, why doesn't this school have Quidditch? I played Quidditch in college. What kind of sports school is this? <laughs> oh, I know we've discussed the polo and, like, how we think it's part of the, like, the sport uniform. But, and it does have the school, like, logo, like, the same logo the Blazers have. I like how I'm gesturing to the AGR logo on my sweatshirt to be like blazer logo. Yes, blazers logo. Um, Patricia looked low key sad when Mick came in and was like, "They're trying to bribe me." Also, for once, Faith and Nina are at school, and everyone else is at breakfast. Oh. Why? How the how the turntables? And lastly, <laughs> Mick Trisha. I said we're having a great time. <laughs> We gotta get the rest of like milk mctricia for all it's worth for the next few episodes <laughs> so then Fabian and nina go to uncle eight shop but uncle eight isn't there wait this is probably why they're not at breakfast i guess they're just at uncle eight shop maybe wait oh i think actually it's mentioned later that they this happened during lunch anyway <laughs> i don't know we're time jumping Fabian and nina Go to Uncle Aid's shop, but Uncle Aid isn't there. It is Jasper because Uncle Aid is in Egypt. Fabian introduces him as his godfather and an Egypt geek. And ask him if he knows about the Mask of Anubis. Nina says that they mean the real one. And Jasper says that it might be a myth. Fabian tells Nina to show him the mark and pulls up her sleeve. Jasper is shocked and says that that is the mark of Anubis. I still would like to know where Fabian's parents are. Does he have them? Who I don't knows? know. He just has uncles and godfathers. <laughs> <laughs> also like they don't even mention his parents like, wait why did we not ask brad that <laughs> all right we gotta get brad back on <laughs> what if we just tweet him brad where are fabian's parents honestly i feel like if we tweeted him he would answer <laughs> he would probably answer we'll have, to, we'll have to do that we have to we have to time it right though yeah um, he's on twitter i why i don't even know why i felt like i needed to keep this note from my comp my like actual notes but like we obviously like when we, he says he's his godfather but like how does Jasper know the fam jam? Because <laughs> my godparents are like my aunts and uncles. Maybe also, yeah, mine friends. too. Also, Fabian, why are you like pulling up, like just showing off Nina's tattoo? That's sus. That was dumb. Yeah, I said, yeah, does she give you permission to do that? You can't show off someone's tattoo without their permission, Fabian. <laughs> In the lounge, Patricia asks Mar if she's thinking about Mick's decision. Mara says, that she had a really wise great aunt who said if you love something, set it free, and wonders if that's what she should do about Mick. Patricia wonders if this aunt lived alone with a bunch of feral cats. It's me. I'm Mara's aunt. And yes, I do have a bunch of feral cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we forget about the cats because you have so many puppies. True. <laughs> they are mostly feral. Yeah, the scene I could like pretty much recite word for word because it was in the beginning of one of my Makara edits. Like, that's how it started. So I'm just sitting here like, I once had this wise great aunt. Like, I, I was just, like, sitting there, like, doing the whole thing. <laughs> Mara said... Because that's what I meant to do for me. Okay, I'm going to shut up. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're going to continue holding your regards, scene? Mara says that Mick is passing up an amazing opportunity for her. Like, Brenda just so nicely called her for us. Patricia <laughs> says that they are great together because they make it work, even though they have nothing in common. I said, okay, so we're back on this theme of having things in common, being their ship holy grail, but we're also told my car are great together, make it work. Siri play, the only exception. Aww. 
be emo now. <laughs> That's not their song to each other. It's uh the show song to Nikara. <laughs> but, but I did actually kind of redact the statement later. Anyway, Mar- not about Nikara, about the, the in common thing. Uh, Mari decides to make Mick break up with her because she says if she breaks up with him, he'll stay and put up a fight. She then says that because they are the athlete and the mathlete, that they shouldn't have been dating in the first place, and Patricia is very confused about this whole plan. Mara says that Patricia is better at the boy stuff than she thinks, and Patricia says that she is not. Mara, stop it. No. <laughs> but that was also Mara, no. <laughs> um, Patricia... Just like I did not give any advice. Please stop thinking I did. I did. Please don't listen to me. Stop it. Stop it now. Also, I am once again Patricia. Don't ask me for advice ever. I am but an earth sign who doesn't do feelings. This continues to be like in this episode. Um, I'm Mara. Laura is Joy. And Emily is. <laughs> I, I'm kind of sad that I'm Joy though. I feel called out. I've never tried to steal someone's man. Like oh, okay. This. I'll be Joy then. You can be Mara. <laughs> Mara and Joy both have Sagittarius energy. Patricia has not Sagittarius energy. I'm sorry, Patricia has Leo energy, even though her she's because she's she's either a Leo or a Sag, but she does not have Sagittarius energy. So I'm telling you, Piper is a Sagittarius. Patricia, even though they're twins, has a different birthday, and they're not not Sagittarius. (laughs) She has she has different rising moons, birth time, whatever those things are. I don't know astrology. All I know is I always blame being messy and being a Sagittarius, and it works. So is Mars calling them the athlete and the mathlete for, like, the second time in the past four episodes the same thing as when everyone starts calling themselves by their ship name? Like, instead of calling themselves... Nikara, Mars is like, we're the athlete and the mathlete. Like, who gave you this name, Mars? I think because, like, Nickelodeon didn't know, like, didn't know what to call them. Because I remember, um, like, on the Facebook page they would post like ship polls and stuff and ask who your favorite ship was and they'd be like Fabina, Jabian, Jara and then they were calling Mick and Mara Eminem and I was like what? That's like not their name. Like, dig a little deeper on Tumblr guys. Them. I think most people were saying Mikra. I was just like no they're Mikara to me. I just I feel like Mikara flows. Definitely not Eminem. Well, so, the, the, I the guess writers were probably just like we don't know how, what to call them. Absolutely and Mathlete. I, I think it has, it has the same energy. Instead yeah. of just being like, me and Mick are different, she's like, but we're the athlete and the mathlete. <laughs> Jasper tells Fabian and Nina that the god Anubis gives the marks to people that he is cursing, but Fabian says that it wasn't Anubis, it was a woman. Excuse me, Fabian, what if Anubis was a woman? God. <laughs> Seriously, god. god is a woman. <laughs> God, Jasper said he didn't get that part and will ask his internet buddies. They take a book from his shop. I just put, I'll ask my internet buddies. Me too, Jasper. I said that was highly relatable. Story Same. of this podcast. Me, me texting Brenda and Emily every single thought that ever pops in my head. I'll just ask my internet buddies. Honestly. <laughs> Nubis backwards group chat is always popping off. Nubis backwards group chat is... <laughs> Whenever I have any sort of feeling, because again, I'm the earth sign who doesn't do feelings. Hello, help. We help. have too many feelings. Our Sagittarius energy. It's true. 
Alfie has skipped lunch to go shopping, and Jerome tells him he's been spending way too much time with Amber. Alfie says that he got his ride and that the decorations he bought will make it super sick. Alfie was so excited to pimp his ride. It was so cute. so excited. (laughs) It was. (laughs) Jerome pulls Poppy's hair as he walks by, and she says, watch it, gerbil, and bumps into a plaque that was on the wall, which she then picks up off the ground. She asks Mr. Sweet if he knows anything about her dad going to the school. Mr. Sweet asks what his name is. Poppy says it was John Clark and points to his name on the plaque. Mr. Sweet says that he thinks that it was before his time. Mr. Sweet, stop being sus. We never find the an- out the answers to this. There's oh, no yeah, answers. Yeah. I know. There's no questions. Do you think Mr. Sweet, sweet and John Clark? Clark? <laughs> I, I, do you think Mr. Sweet and John Clark had like a secret love affair? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all this time we're wondering about Eddie's mom, but maybe this is Eddie's second dad. <laughs> Victor walks up to Mr. Sweet and tells him that Nina has a mark of Anubis and that it's an ancient curse and that he wants her removed from the bid and placed on surveillance. Mr. Sweet says, not after last term. Victor says that if they lose the bid, it will be on Eric's head. Victor, why are you standing so close to Mr. Sweet? Don't stand so close to me. My independent rewatch, but I'm gonna say it now. Mr. Sweet is Victor's bitch. It's Except true. in this scene, he's standing up to Victor. I'm very proud of him. I'm um, so proud. Also, Mr. Sweet is trying so hard to like get out of the society, get out of like anything with the eternal elixir of life. It's because the sun is coming. Thank hmm. you. Good night. And the foreshadowing. Also, we got once again another mention of last term, not last year. Thank you. As I walk into class. Fabian asks Nina if he can make up for last night by taking her on the date they never got around to going on, and Nina says yes, but then she realizes that she agreed to have dinner with Graham because it's her last night and tells Fabian to come, but Fabian says he has to work on the bid. He says they have to get the exhibition because whatever Victor wants, they probably also need, and then Nina says that Victor must be looking for the Book of Isis. She says that she overheard Victor saying that the secrets to the tears of gold and eternal life are in the Book of Isis. I was just laughing because Fabian was like, please, no, don't make me see Gran. <laughs> <laughs> Fabian be like, let's go on a date. Nina be like, but my grandmo. I said Gran is really trying to meddle with Fabina, but she also keeps cock blocking them. Okay, I get why Nina like wants to see her Gran, but like, girl, you were yeah. just at home anyways. Like, you you're, you don't need to spend like your entire I mean, I life. guess she can go on a date with Fabian like tomorrow. Do they have to go on a date today? I guess if my grandma was about to leave, I would, like, hang out with her and not go on a date with my boyfriend and be like, we can go on a date tomorrow. That's probably yeah. what I would do. Um, Amber walks up and asks the book of what and says, why does Victor want it? She says that she knows that they snuck off at lunch and tells him to spill and says that it's all sub- it says that if it is Sabine related, that she needs to know. Mrs. Andrews walks in and asks them to all sit down. I know it's, like, the fact that Amber wears, like, really high heels this season, but Amber is very tall. I just said true Amber made this club. Mick walks in and sees Mara reading a book with her glasses on and asks her if anyone's sitting next to her and she says, yes, you are. I said, this is the best Mara look episode. She looks cute. Right? <laughs> it's time for our weekly tangent. What kind of nonsense will it be today? It's the tangent of the week. Are we supposed to genuinely believe that Mara looks ugly in this look because she literally looks so cute? <laughs> Maybe that was the intention, though. Like, Mara 
is think trying she... to make herself like she oh. thinks she's making it look bad but like obviously mick isn't reacting that way so i think it is like probably okay i'm like i don't know if it's just because tayji's pretty but like also wearing glasses does not make you ugly as people that wear glasses not brenna because she can see but she's wearing glasses <laughs> right now for the computer but as a fake fan <laughs> Sorry, you guys are finding this out six months later. I know. Every time you had your glasses on, I figured that it was because you couldn't see and that you took your contacts out. Nope, I, I just have blue light glasses. <laughs> this is like a brand new information. I'm not even joking. I never worn glasses when we hang out. Yeah, but like, I just figured you had contacts in. No, I, I don't. I have 2020 vision. <laughs> you wear glasses all the time on podcast recording. None of y'all can see, but we did get Zencaster video beta, so maybe one day when we feel like looking cute, we said we were gonna like look cute for today, but now it's 10 p.m. and we're on our PJs. But one day we'll record us recording. You can see us. But Brenna always wears glasses for recording, so I thought she couldn't see. Nope, they're surprised. But apparently they're blue white glasses. <laughs> I wonder if Mara, like, wears contacts, or Mara also just whipped out some blue light glasses. She no, they just like, Blue well, light glasses also, is not a thing. You know what they were? Nerd glasses the, were a thing in 2012. Those nerd glasses like, that you buy at, like, Hot Topic are, like, yeah. 3D glasses you watch. <laughs> I would punch the holes out of the 3D glasses all the time. Oh my god. I don't understand. So why does wearing glasses because you can't see like that's ugly and nerdy and not cool, which is false information. Everyone who wears glasses are beautiful. Anyway, but if you wore fake glasses or you like punched the 3D lenses out, that was cool. I do not understand. As a person who cannot see, I need these to see. And people who can see were like, well, I'm cool because I can see, but I'm going to wear 3D glasses with the lenses punch out. I'm feeling really called out tonight. <laughs> Your glasses are beautiful. Both of you. I like how I Laura's going on an entire TED talk and I'm just like, I'm here to vibe. <laughs> okay, the thing is, we all know I'm a lightweight and we all know whatever the fuck I put in this <laughs> Mara looks cute. That was the comment we were making here. Anyway, Alfie is walking around outside. Don't know why he's not in class right now. He says, it's your lucky day, Rusty. Alfie's going to make you shine to... I don't know. What we assume is his wheels. And I said, outfit here what? Which, Alfie's wearing like two different shirts and they're both stripes. I, I said, that. mine always, I like the sweater, but the striped sweater over the striped like t-shirt is a no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sir, pick one stripe. <clears throat> one stripes at a time. Alfie. <laughs> <laughs> Nina and Gran are eating and Nina asks Gran if she's sure she should be traveling if she doesn't feel good. <laughs> Gran has to get <laughs> <laughs> she's had headaches and I was like, she's got COVID. <laughs> 2020, 2020 has entered the chat. 2021 has entered the chat. Do not travel if you don't feel good. I usually kids. <laughs> Thanks for the PSA. Gran I mean, <laughs> Gran says if it's just headaches and that she feels like she might have a migraine. So, I don't know why it's taking me this long to realize this. I'm sorry if we brought this up already, but I didn't remember. Um, I just realized the legs of the dining room table are lions. I've never known this in my life. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, they're lions. And I was like, what is happening? Why aren't they horses? <laughs> I mean, there's window. Like, you can see windows from, like, the kitchen. It's like super bright. So like, <laughs> what's 
I said like 4 p.m. Gran is old. Then Nina could have gone out. Nina could have had dinner with Gran and then gone on a date with Fabian. Yeah, she really Gran, Gran right. really wants is like Fabina to work out. So like, she almost ships them more than Amber does. I know that's kind of hard because I thought Amber was like number one Fabina stand. Gran's coming for your brand. Fabian and Joy walk in with Joy holding a camera and putting it in Fabian's face. Fabian is saying that Atoka will not help them win the bid. And Joy said the victor said to pull out all the stops. They are laughing. The vibe is kind of flirty. They then apologize to Nina and Grant and leave the room. I just like this whole scene. Javian is more natural and like less awkward than Fabina, to be honest. Okay, it's interesting you bring that up. And I'm going to try not to go on too long of a tangent. But like... Fabina almost felt more natural in the first season when they were just kind of doing like the flirty friends thing, but then when they yeah. put them together, it's like they lost kind of like the flirty, like adorable friends thing. And I don't know, that's like definitely got to be like a writer thing. Anyways, you're right. Join Phoebe and do be cute. I said legit, I know we're not supposed to be rooting for JB in here, but they're being cute. Brad's so proud of us. Suddenly we love JB. <laughs> there you go, Brad. Because. You we can finally now, uh, disregard everything we said in season one. <laughs> we are now Jamie and Shippers. <laughs> I mean, do we approve of Joy trying to steal Nina's man? No. Probably not. Javian. GBQ. Also, this is kind of a nice parallel because, like, in season one, the pilot, the Javian flirting was like Patricia taking pictures of Joy and Fabian for some reason and saying that she was going to make them her profile picture. Javian's data account? Do not know. <laughs> now it's Baby and Joy are trying to take pictures of each other. Kind of cute, kind of flirty, always flirting with cameras. Don't know what that's about. We love Javian. Anyway. I love that. I love that. You're so right. <laughs> I'm big brain. <laughs> really? Then, Fran tells Nina not to worry because it's her that Fabian likes and says that there's a haiku out there with her name on it. She hears a voice saying, the timepiece. She asks Gran what she said, and Gran says nothing. Nina hears the voice again. I said they always establish Nina's hearing voices by having her ask someone what they said, and then being like, what? Because it's also happened with her and Amber. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. You're right. I'm really like, meanwhile, it just makes Nina sound like a crazy bitch. <laughs> also, like, the voice that she's hearing doesn't sound like Gran. Right, yeah, I think that's, like, pretty obvious to the audience that it's not like someone else talking they had to like clarifying like a five-year-old was watching it was not grand talking it's like a ghost traumatized with all this like being cursed shit you're five years old anyway in their room nina is telling amber that fabian joy came in while her and grand were having dinner and looked very cozy amber says oh nina says that she hates feeling like this and needs to get over it and wonders why should a cursy spirit stop her from dating? Amber asks a cursy spirit. She tells Nina that she knew that there was something she wasn't telling her and asks her if it has to do with the cup or their favorite cluey old lady. Nina says that Sarah is at rest and can't help them anymore. The dollhouse starts glowing and smoke comes out. Amber asks why it's doing that and wonders if it has batteries. There is a knock on the door and they ask who it is and it is Fabian so they let him come in. He sees it and wonders what it is doing. They see the dollhouse has Sarah on it, so it must have been hers. Amber does the Sabuna sign, Nina and Fabian do it, reluctantly. Oh, wait. 
we're just gonna disclose my note because you're right, Laura. Oh well. Um, I, I think this... it's. I, oh, should I say what I thought it was? Yeah. I thought this was the first Sabuna of the season, but Laura's right. Laura put the note that it, they do it in the attic, and she's correct. But I, I think it's the first real Sabuna because when they did it in the attic, it wasn't because they were getting involved in the mystery. They were just yeah. like Sabuna, we're all friends, and now yeah. it's like mystery kicking back off. So yeah. it's the first real Sabuna. Yeah. Like actually relevant Sabuna. <laughs> they hear Victor doing his pin drop speech and try to hide the dollhouse, but it's hot when they try to touch it. Victor knocks on the door and asks if there's a boy in there, and Nina says they need to do something, so they cover the dollhouse with a blanket as Victor walks in. I just laughed really loud when Victor was like, Is there a boy in there? <laughs> Cause like the like least likely to do anything messy in there are probably Fabian and Nina. <laughs> He's like Amber Honestly, the funniest thing, but earlier this season, Alfie was up there, like, before the 10, the 10 p.m. thing. So, like, why is Fabian being there a deal, but Alfie wasn't? Like, Alfie ran past Victor on his way downstairs, too. He got out of there before Victor started knocking on doors. <laughs> I wrote Victor, they would only have sex in the cupboard and not in Nina's room with there. I can't wait till the cupboard scene. <laughs> and then, as Victor walks in... They are standing there, and there's smoke coming out of the dollhouse. And that is the midpoint of our episode. I don't know if we can say a word from our sponsors. Anchor's not trying to sponsor us right now. So, hello, everyone. It is the next day, and we are back for the second half of this episode. Victor walks in and he tells them that they know the rules and Fabian needs to go to his room immediately. He asks them where the smoke is coming from and starts looking around. Gran walks in and asks if she missed her curfew and says, so sorry, Victor, don't put me in detention. They all smile at each other and remove the blanket from the dollhouse as Gran fans herself. Sabuna getting high. Also, Gran, please. This is like so uncomfortable. This is like low-key uncomfortable. She's like, please don't give me attention, Victor. And I'm like, man. <laughs> like, like, was she like, Victor, don't give me detention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know what? Get it, Gran. You do you. The next morning, Fabian is trying to help Gran close her suitcase. Nina asks her how her head is. She says that she's feeling better and says, London, here I come. Fabian is excited and he says it's because he finally got Gran's suitcase closed. Gran thanks him and tells him to keep the poetry and say it loud and hugs him. To which Fabian does not look super happy. Um, so I did the notes on voice to text in my notes on my phone and it's co- typed fabian as fabi here it also typed fabian as fabi multiple times i think i changed all of them but it literally took me an hour to change all of fabian's not all of fabian's all of serious typos yesterday which is half the reason we recorded super late yesterday but i missed one fabi <laughs> forever i love fabi <laughs> Also, Siri play London boy. Siri play London boy. Siri really play London boy. <laughs> you know I love London boy. I love London boys. Siri play Willow by Taylor Swift. That's my man. Is Fabian my man? That's false information. <laughs> <laughs> he's like kind of my, he's like my secondary man. <laughs> Breakfast mixed as he hates mornings. Mara says that she loves mornings for all that time for uninterrupted study. She says we're so different, and Mick says you're so right. First of all, Mick is wearing a normal uniform today, finally. He has the white shirt with the tie. Like, he ditched the red shirt. Very proud of Mick. 
So go Mick. And then I just put, I love Mick Hara so much. Mick is just being so cute this episode. <laughs> like, I can't can't contain my feelings. Do you think he, like, knew what she was up to? And I don't remember if I brought this up already or not, because none of us were, like, actually present when we recorded last night. Or do you think he's, like, just, like, she's being silly. I love her. Probably the latter, just because, like, he's a himbo. I don't know if he's smart enough to figure that out. I love him, but he's dumb. Either way, though, it's very pure that he's just like, I love you for no matter what. And it's just like, I'm soft. Mick asks if Mars glasses are new and says they're so and trails off. Jerome says that they are disfiguring. Mick says he thinks that they're cute on Mara. Mick is perfect. Just Mick is perfect. I said Jara is canceled. I only know Mick are. Same. Alfie walks in and tells Amber that her carriage awaits. She asks if it's a convertible and he says that he's going to say yes. Amber squeals. They all go outside to see a goth cart, cleaning cart looking thing. I thought it was a lawnmower. It might be a lawnmower. Is it a lawnmower? It's probably a lawnmower. I had no idea how to describe this thing. I could be wrong too. Not a car. Anyway, some weird motorized vehicle thing. Not a car. Albie has painted it pink. He's decked it out. Jerome says that it is super sick. And then Joy says that she wants a ride on it. But Amber says that as prospective girlfriend that she should get to go first. They all think that this is super funny and they laugh and Alfie drives away with Amber sitting on the back waving. Uh, Joyfee? Joyfee? Yes. yes. You know, I'm really blessed that we're really blessed that this episode gave us both Mick, Trisha, and Joyfee. Really you are. Know, our favorite show. Just needing Darina and we'll be, we'll be set. <laughs> Honestly, I think there was some Darina with the, the Joyfee in the <laughs> That's too much power for us. They then drive through the school hallways waving and Alfie high-fives random people. Good for him. I said I love these random extras hyping Alfie up. I'd be hyping Alfie up too. Me too. That and just in general was really a cute scene though. It was cute. Alfie asks if he passed the test and Amber says that he gets an A for ambition but when she said wheels that this is not what she meant, he says that she never specified a car. She reluctantly says that he did pass the test and checks it off in her book. Then Alfie asks if this means that they are officially Amphi now and asks if he can tell the whole world. And she says no, because they have to go on a trial date before they can be official and that her people will be in touch. Alfie sighs and starts pushing the cart in the hallway. Amber, who are your people? Who are your people? Nina. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just said, why did he have to say, can we be Amphi? No. It's just the writers trying to be hip. And is this how we sound when we're trying to like fit in with Gen Z? I don't know. <laughs> Gen Z listeners, do we sound this uncool? Please tell us no. If so, I'm sorry. If so, if so, yeah, we apologize. No guy would ever be like, can we be Amphi now? Trying to ask a girl out. They'd be like, do you want to go out? Can we be right. dating? Are we dating? Like, are you my girlfriend now? Will you be my girlfriend? I don't know. So many other options. Can we be Amphi? Remember, we're watching a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> it's so cringy. It's so bad. Nina and Fabian are walking the hall, and she says that she knows that the dollhouse is the key and is trying to tell them something when it lights up. Fabian wonders if it's telling them where to find the mask. Nina says Jasper said the mask doesn't even exist, in which case that they are safe, and wonders why she doesn't feel it. Well, my notes just crashed. You said Nina's shoes are weird. Oh, they are. They're like these weird, like gold, like flats, but they look really like worn, and they're just—they're odd. Are they like her sneakers that she wears? No, but they're like they look—they're like gold, but they're like those ballet flats, but they're like 
but they look like they're like that kind of you know what I'm talking about like are they those like ones that you would like put on fold up and then they go in your purse yeah I think so because they were like really weird crinkly looking that sounds like something Nina would wear I was gonna comment on how short her skirt was but then I got distracted by the shoes instead well she has a boyfriend now she's trying to I mean she's gotta step it up because Joy's gonna swoop in (laughs) I'm sorry you should not have to wear a short skirt to impress a boy don't do that ignore me do not change yourself for a man find you a man that loves you for who you are just like how Mick loves Mara for who she is yes we we all need to aspire to be like Mick and Mara thank you (laughs) until Mara mostly cheats on him who am I I'm like Nikara and then dumps the other guy to be with the first guy's best friend who does that okay well Find a guy that loves you like Mick loves Mara, but if you're a guy, do not find you a girl that treats you like Mara treats Mick. Thank you. Period. <laughs> what a great TED talk we're having tonight. Just, we're like your older sisters giving you guys boy advice, guys. Just fine. I feel like we are the older sisters of the fandom. <laughs> As they walk into class, they pass Joy and Patricia. Joy is telling Patricia that her and Fabian have loads in common now because last night she was telling Fabian about her history research and he didn't even glaze over once. And thanks, Patricia, for her advice. Patricia looks confused. I am once again, Patricia. Just please, I'm not giving you advice. Just stop thinking I am. Just, just stop. Mara walks in and says that she's been taking Patricia's advice, but she thinks that Mick likes geeky her and that she needs to step it up. Patricia says she doesn't remember giving anyone any advice. She's really so done with them. I just really enjoy the contrast that's happening here of Mara trying to make Mick fall out of love with her by trying to make them seem different. Meanwhile, Joy is trying to make Fabian fall in love with her by making them seem the same. It's just fun. So, I don't know if I'm fully going to understand what I wrote here because I definitely wrote this after I was drinking last night. But I said maybe I messed up the points that they were making because I thought that they were trying to make a point that couples should have a lot of stuff in common according to, I don't know, General House of Anubis rules. But in this situation, they actually kind of seem to be saying that not having things in common is good i see what you mean because like mara mara's plan isn't working which means couples that are different like complement each other and get along just fine and work whereas joy who's trying to be like we have loads in common and it's like not exactly working for her like it's kind of working but not really not as well as Mick and mara point they're making is don't be fake be yourself yeah the person that you're meant to be with or that a person that is healthy for you will like you for who you are and not for changing yourself to be more different or more the same as them even if you guys are similar or if you're not similar the important thing is that you like each other for who you are and that you're honest and truthful in the relationship and that you actually act like yourself Yay! That's it is that is genuinely good advice. As your fandom big sister, I would agree with that. Even even outside of the House of Anubis world, Anya also would agree. Anya agrees. I also love that I momentarily tuned out and I have no clue what we're talking about. But good advice. We were were giving boy advice, so you probably (laughs) okay. So I I did my role. Sometimes she just glazes over. It all sounds the same. (laughs) She's she's literally Patricia. I'm keeping that in just for the. I, I have no clue what's happening. 
And we're like, yeah, we're giving boy advice. And you're like, sounds that makes sense. Mrs. Andrews walks in and says that she got the CD for the music for the video that they're making. And asks Joy if she wants to get it at the end of class. Joy turns to Fabian and says, do you want to listen to it together? And Fabian's like, sure. Joy says, okay, it's a date. And Nina's like, not really a date. Joy smiles. Fabian looks awkward. Joy is continuing to be so bold. Like, girl, I'm like low-key inspired, but also stay in your lane. (laughs) Nina's right there. Oh, Joy really tried it. She really tried it. I wrote... I love Daddy Nina, though, too, and I did not mean Daddy, but I thought it was funny that I typo for that. I did not mean a whole Nina Daddy. No. Oh, no. I meant Sassy, but I thought it was funny that it typo Daddy. Don't drink in podcasts. Oh, my God, really? This is We're the problem your older sisters. Not Daddy, but I do love her being sassy. Stand up for yourself, Nina. Good for you. I also love Sassy Nina. Me three. Jasper is walking out of Mr. Sweet's office with Mr. Sweet and Victor. They are telling him that it is very generous of him to offer his services and that it was very interesting what he said about the Book of Isis. He says something about the Book of Isis being from the 14th century BC, but then he also says something about a Book of Isis in recent centuries. Victor asks if he wants to be shown out and Jasper says that there's no need. He knows the way. I wrote, honestly, I had no idea what's going on here because I think that Jasper said the Book of Isis is from the 14th century, but then he said something about this century and I was all confused. Anyway, the Book of Isis is from the 14th century BC. There may be other relevant books that are from this century is what I'm guessing. To be honest, I can't even make fun of you for being confused because this might have been like that good, like there was like a solid like five minutes of the episode where I just like zoned out and I could not tell you what was going on. Mystery stuff started happening and I don't know what was happening, but... Something about the Book of Isis. Anyone, if you know, please DM us or comment or tweet us or whatever and tell us what I'm what we're missing here because obviously I'm missing an important plot point. <laughs> I don't even remember. So then Fabian walks up to Jasper in the hall and asks him what he's doing. Jasper says he's going to be the curator of the ex- exhibition <laughs> if the school wins the bid. Fabian asks if he's learned anything more about the Mask of Anubis. Jasper says that he's going to meet up with an excerpt from an online forum that calls himself the Collector. And I said, no one told you not to meet up with random strangers from internet forums. And then I did say, I mean, I'm being hypocritical because I have met up with internet friends who I guess were technically random strangers from internet forums. However, I did video chat them first. Yeah, kids, if you don't know someone's real, do not meet up with strangers from internet forums. Thank you. Honestly, always FaceTime first. Like, with their faces, no, not that audio. With their face. Yes, with the We're face. FaceTiming with each other's faces right now. We are. My co-hosts are beautiful. My co-hosts are beautiful. My co-hosts are beautiful. <laughs> anyway, um, Nick walks into the hall and with his sports team. Not sure what sport. It's a sports team. Go sports! Mark, Patricia Mari is wearing her glasses, pigtails, and a turtleneck cheerleading outfit that has a giant M on it. And then I said she looks so cute. Alice is supposed to make Mick fall out of love with you, ma'am. <laughs> so then she says, give me an M and nudges Patricia, who reluctantly says M, and continues to suspell Mick with Patricia not really wanting to participate. Um, once again, I will say Mick Trisha. I just love this scene because Patricia, like, not wanting to do the cheer was sending me. It was so funny. 
Then Mara tells Mick that he better be cheering her on at chess club today at 5 p.m. And he says, try and stop me and kisses her. Patricia is in the background looking very shocked. Mick is literally the best boyfriend. Like, I was <laughs> just, like, really in my feels this episode. I was, he was just being so nice. <laughs> They're so cute. I really appreciate my car right now. They're really being cute. Mick gonna go cheer for her at chess club. That's really cute. I love that mental image. <laughs> <laughs> Someone write the fic. I want Mick at chess club. <laughs> cheering for Mara. Mara's like, they're playing chess. Mick's like, yeah, go Mara! You're great! And she's He's gonna like, be like, check me! Not know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime Mara makes a move on the chess board, it's just Mick going, checkmate! Yeah. Mara trying to play chess, yeah. <laughs> With a little, like, pom-pom in his hand. Oh, I need it. Maybe I'll write it. We'll see. Mara says Mick is even more into her now and wonders how that happened. Patricia says she has absolutely no idea. My comment was what man would not want his girlfriend to be his personal cheerleader? Let me know. This was such a bad plan. Yeah, no, especially especially someone like Mick, who probably like really enjoys getting hyped up about his sports. He was probably like, this is amazing. <laughs> so Mara's plan of how to get Mick to not like her in this moment is... Wear a cheerleader outfit, first off. Straight men love that shit. <laughs> Man, not wrong. You're not wrong. Mara is wearing a cheerleading outfit with a giant M on it, so she's Mick's personal cheerleader. And then she's like, "Go, Mick! I love you, and I love your sports. Go, Mick! You're great." And she thinks Mick's gonna be like, "You know what's really ugly and unattractive? When my girlfriend wears a cheerleader outfit, and then decides she's my personal cheerleader, and then hypes me up when I love sports." And she's like, "Mick, sports is amazing." You're right. Fabian and Nina are in the lounge reading the book that they got from Jasper. Fabian is wondering if Sarah's mom made a replica, if that means that she saw the original Mask of Anubis, and Nina says she was wondering the same thing. They wonder if the Frobisher Spice may have taken more than just a cup from Egypt. There was a poster behind Fabina that says, a horse, a horse, my kingdom. And I laughed, and was that already there? I did not remember. <laughs> that, that, that poster was the one I was talking about being behind Nina when she was hiding the cup. Ah. It's, it's a horse poster is back. So they, and they keep strategically putting it in Nina scenes. Coincidence? I think not. Then I also just said the Frobisher Smicer just straight up Tomb Robbers, which honestly is yikes. Yeah. No wonder they're first. I guess that's like kind of our first taste of Robert being evil. So Amber then walks in and says, What's the goss? Sabunami? Oh no, she says, Sabunami. I mean, good for her. <laughs> that was rent free. This is once again the writers trying to sound hip by saying, What's the goth? Who would say, What's the goth? Sabunami is weird, but I kind of liked it. I, I was into I kind of like it because it was rent free in my head. But what's the goss? That's what I'm going to say when I want my friend to tell me tea from now on. What's the goss? Sabunami. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's gonna lose all of her friends. It's gonna be like when me and Laura start going off about boys. <laughs> What's the cost? And it'll just be Emily in the background with her eyes glazed over. Because <laughs> it all sounds like... Someone please drive, draw us a comic of me and Brenda talking about boys being like, What's the cost? And that's a bit of me. And Emily in the background like, Please leave me alone. Please leave me alone. We are sleeping. <laughs> that is how Emily is. Fabian says that him and Nina were talking about that now that Grant is gone, they can go on a date. Amber says that it is about time. Nina says, what about tonight? And Fabian's like, yeah. Then Nina's like, wait, you already have one with Joy. Fabian says, what? And Amber's like, shut 
up. Pavey says Nina is being silly because they're only meeting to discuss the film. And Nina's like, I know. Amber says, awkward. I know I just, like, did that in, like, a very dramatic way. Like, I was telling a story that's happened to me in real life. But, like, also, but it needed to be conveyed in that way. It, I mean, this did happen to you in real life. These are your friends. They are my friends. I said, ah, ha, ha, the chaos. And Nina was so sassy. Like, I'm obsessed. I don't know why she, like, because Nina was clearly, like, trying to pick up what if, like, was clearly trying to, like, pick a fight there, right? Yeah. Because she's like, well, you already have a date with Joy. Like, ma'am. <laughs> this is why you two break up. I mean, but also Fabian really agreed to hang out with Joy because Fabian is stupid and doesn't realize Joy's trying to hit on him? Question? See, again, I think we, we've talked about this also on the pod, but Fabian and Joy would definitely have got accidentally been in a relationship. Like, Joy would have known they were dating, but Fabian would have had no idea. Joy would have been like, we're dating now, and Fabian would have been like, I guess, if Nina <laughs> never existed. <laughs> That's exactly what would have went down. Poppy is in Mara's room telling Mara that Mr. Sweet must know her dad and that he got weak when she asked about it. Mara says Mr. Sweet is too young to have been running the school back then. Poppy says that the school website has an archive, and then there is a knock on the door. I send Mara and Poppy and Sabuna mystery solved in about five minutes. Everybody go home. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Honestly, though. It kind of would have been fun. I know, like, their whole thing is finding Poppy and Jerome's dad, but it would have been funny if instead they somehow got involved in the Sabuna mystery and, like, they were trying to solve stuff and Sabuna was trying to solve stuff. And, like, yeah. You know what? They sh- season four with the Anubis, but Poppy comes back to the school and is now living in Anubis house. Yes, I know she's technically yes. older than them, but. Mara says, come in. It's Nick who sees Poppy and then asks if Mara's busy. Mara says yes and tells him to. Go score some hoops or shoot some goals or whatever it is you do. Nick says, yeah, I guess that's what I do. And he looks sad and walks out. I just said, stop being mean to him. I have such sad face emoji. I guess Mara realized that trying to be goofy didn't work and trying to hype up his sports didn't work. She's like, you know what I'm going to do? Be mean to Nick and then maybe he'll break up with me. Sad. Poppy says, wow, you must really hate his guts. And Mara says, no, the opposite. I love those guts. Yeah, the line, I love those guts, sadly lives rent-free in my mind. Like, as soon as the scene happened, I was like, oh, I love those guts. No. Sad face. (laughs) My note was literally, this is cute. I mean, it is cute, but it's, like, sad because of, like, what's happening. But it's cute. Once again, I'm in my feels. I pretend I do not see. I pretend I do not hear. I just said this is cute. (laughs) Joy walks in and says she needs Mara to evacuate because she needs the room for a date that's not a date. Poppy asks if she's going to be so weird when she's their age. Joy's outfit is cute. I'm just cracking up here because Joy is straight up sexiling Mara. They're in high school. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> and then, uh, yes, you're probably going to be weird when you're that age, Poppy. I said she has Jerome's genes so she doesn't have a chance. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm sorry, but Poppy, because, like, you're fantastic and Jerome is not fantastic, but, like, also... He apparently taught you everything you know, so, like, you're probably gonna be weird. In his office, Victor is listening to the doll's clue about the Book of Old and says, the books of old. He sees that there's a collection of ancient Egyptian hieroglyph literature that has been translated recently and called the books of old in the exhibit. He sees that the hieroglyphs date back to the 14th century BC. He tells Corbier that if their guest is correct, that one of the books must be the Book of Isis. Victor was, like, stroking Corbier's beak. Aww. OTP. Mara are looking at the school archive and find a photo of Poppy's dad. They see that Mr. Sweet and Mr. Clark both were at Anubis house the same year. Poppy wonders why Mr. Sweet didn't say that. Things that still haunt me. Why did Mr. Sweet lie about, like, knowing Jerome's dad? 
right? I was wondering that. I was like, where does it have to do with like the gem? I don't know. And like the inter- like even if it had to do with the gem, we never find out. We'd never like, know. Does it have to do with like knowing that like they're like descendants, but even so, like why why to Poppy? Like be sus. It said they lived together too, so like why didn't you just play it off like, oh, I don't really remember him, but we both went to school here or something. Yeah, that's what I have written in my notes. I said he had no reason to. He could have been like we went to school together, but I haven't seen him since then. Like, we li- both lived in the house. Like, we didn't really talk much. We just lived in the house together or whatever. Haven't seen him since then. It's been a long time. Like, I don't know. Honestly, where's my John and Eric spinoff series? Baby and Joy are sitting on the floor in her room, listening to the CD. Fabian says that he knows that they go for track one because the track they are currently listening to is kind of slow. But Joy says that she likes it. Then Joy says she has a cramp in her foot, and Fabian tries to help her by putting her foot in his lap and taking off her shoe. He asks her if she's okay, and she says yeah. Fabian has the least game, yet he has- he's tied for the most girls, so, like, explain. I just- this whole scene is so awkward and, like, unrealistic to me, because who the hell is gonna be like, oh, let me massage your foot for you? (laughs) Like, what is happening? I don't know, she's really banking on Fabian being like, yeah, I'll give you a foot massage. (laughs) And then, yeah, because, like, if Joy was faking this cramp, was like, like, is that your objective when you get a boy alone? Like, yeah, I want him to give you a foot massage. Does Joy have a foot fetish? What if she <laughs> does? Does Baby have a foot fetish? Maybe they both do. But do you know who doesn't? <laughs> Patricia. Patricia hates feet. Patricia's afraid this of feet. why. This is why she's so scarred when she's walking in. So... Patricia walks in and sees Fabian rubbing Joy's foot and says, oh, sorry, Fabian and Joy look at each other. And then Fabian says that Joy has a cramp and then says, so track one, bye, and runs out of the room. Joy's like, bad timing much? And Patricia's like, playing with fire much? The irony of this because of, you know, the parallel later this season. I said OMG because I never thought of this, but I love it. I didn't think of that either, but I love it. Fabian's asleep. Hell, I'm not going to be able to be after this recording because I have too much caffeine in my body. And he is mumbling about how he can't go out with Joy because he's going on a date with Nina and then he has a dream that he's in the kitchen, which is looking very fancy with a large candelabra. He is wearing a suit and Nina walks in wearing a nice dress. He tells her that she looks beautiful and touches her face. Nina grabs his arm and moves into Sankara and Fabian wakes up. Uh, Fabian can reject Joy in his sleep because he's like sleep talking and like rejecting her, but not to her face. Noted. Also, Nina's dress is like weird. It's like super flowy, but it's like white and then it's like this weird green. But it looks like she's almost wearing like this cart, like long cardigan over like a green dress. I also thought it was weird because I thought Fabian looked good in his suit and then it like pants to Nina and I'm like, that dress is not it, girl. So then. Fabian goes to the bathroom to splash water on his face. When he is in there, he realizes that he now has the mark of Anubis, and then he hears Sankara cackling. Nina wakes up to see the dollhouse lighting up and says, What is it? Where is it? I don't know what you're trying to show me. The drawer inside the dollhouse opens and is a piece of paper. Nina says, Finally. Um, if my dollhouse was haunted, I would move, but I'm built different. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she's excited about her haunted dollhouse. You're right. <laughs> she's like, Sarah? I love that, that you're haunting my dollhouse. <laughs> that is the end of this episode. That is our cliffhanger. And now for the ship of the week. I said Mikara, Javian, Amphi. And I said Matricia. I forgot to write something down. 
but Mikara, easy. They were so cute. It's Mikara. I was like, why did I write Javian? <laughs> I was questioning that. Javian was cute in that one scene. Mikara was cute in like 12 scenes, so. And I got McTrisha Crumb, so who's the real winner here? <laughs> All of us. Brain cell of the week. I said, honestly, why is it Poppy? I mean, yeah. you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Or, or Mara. Mara's not smart. She thinks Vic's gonna stop liking her. Oh, well, I meant for the, like, sleuthy, fine stuff about <laughs> dad stuff. Okay, so okay. she loses points for being dumb about her love the life. Mara and Poppy duo brain cell for their sleuthiness. Sabuna not being sleuthy, too busy being in relationship drama. Yeah. Nina has a haunted dollhouse. I guess Alfie was pretty smart because he, like, got the lawnmower thing as his wheels. That was pretty clever. You made it look real cute too yeah so we just recorded the first half but i decided because i'm really excited about this game that i made up which is basically just two of our games combined that we have to play at least some of it tonight we'll see if we decide to play it again tomorrow when we're done recording part two so we have this game it's called uh shipper ribbit taylor swift the mashup that's the game title love it we're excited (laughs) Can you explain the rule? So the rules are, basically, we're going to pull two names from our cup, like we play in Ship and Rip It. But I feel like, at this point, in Ship and Rip It, we have reached most character combinations. So what we're going to do, instead of playing immediately Ship and Rip It, we're going to pick a Taylor Swift song that we say fit said pairing. If we rip it, I guess we can say we rip it, but we still got to pick a Taylor Swift song for it. This is a fun Valentine's Day game. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I don't know. We're not having a question. <laughs> yeah. Babe by Sugarland count. In yes. Our- Any okay. and all Taylor Swift songs, including Taylor Swift featured songs. So, like, Babe by Sugarland. Um, what else? That was like Girl Yeah, that was like Girl Song. That Tim McGraw Highway Don't Care. Um, that song with B.O.B. I do not have that on my Taylor oh, Swift playlist. Both of us. Yeah. Wow. Yo, That's yeah. Um, any and all songs with the Civil Wars from the Hunger Games soundtrack, etc., etc. Any and all songs that Taylor Swift has ever participated in. And then my last question is, um, our names are still in this cup, so can we do songs for, like, yes. the ships of our names? Oh, my yes. <laughs> Please, I like yeah. how I just immediately whip out my Taylor Swift playlist for this. Amazing. That's smart. Maybe I should... That's because I can't I remember. I'm gonna trust my mind. Yeah, I'm gonna try to trust my mind, but I think Taylor Swift has been living rent-free in there for the best, <laughs> yes. like, 13 years of my life. Good for her. So, you Taylor, know what? Taylor, I know. Taylor please I pay your time. rent. <laughs> please pay your rent. No, she can live by rent free. She doesn't have to pay. I'm happy Taylor to have Taylor Swift can pay more rent and Taylor Swift's merch. Please. Alright, so <laughs> we have our first two names. We have Eddie Miller. I hope you get me. And we have Mara Jaffrey. Ooh. Eddie and Mara. Haunted. 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 <laughs> Just because they're ghost hunters. I can't. <laughs> sure. That's like really emo song, but <laughs> I like how we both aggressively yelled haunted. And I I'm like trying to think. Like I'm like um, okay. my other suggestion is ours because right that's when she goes like ghosts from your past gonna jump out at me. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any and all Taylor Swift songs that may or may not reference <laughs> ghost. <laughs> So, right like, where you left me. Right where you I'm left me. In the <laughs> or well, nobody don't cry. I think he did it, but I just... <laughs> what is happening? 
They're just like ghost songs. I'm really trying to think here about the Mara Eddie dynamic. Hmm. I don't Miss know. Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Maybe. They Stop. whisper in the hallway, she's a bad, bad girl. Trust! Trust! <laughs> okay! It, it's Mar- and then it's Mara and her cheerleading outfit from today's episode. Okay! Getaway car. Getaway car. Wait, honestly? Mm-hmm. No, wait, you're wrong and Mara's getaway car! Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're right, cool. but I still really wanted to yell getaway car. Getaway car. Next one, we have KT and... Jerome. Oh, no. Ew. No. <laughs> no. Rip it. No, Taylor's. What Taylor's just sounds like this is the worst um, possible combination of people. Gosh. Uh, not even like a sad breakup song, just like this is the worst. Girl at home. Oh, I forgot that you existed. I forgot that you existed. Yeah, there you go. I think girl at home because I think Jerome would try to hit on KT and KT would be like, no, please leave. <laughs> You've already done this to like, the whole house. Please leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, that's a combo. But yeah, for the record, rip that. Rip that. Rip that. No, I don't yes. think we've gotten that combo before. Uh, no, that was like a visceral reaction. Okay, so next we have. Oh, I got Eddie again. So please get me Patricia so I can yell, stay, stay, stay aggressively. Eddie and Alfie. Hmm. <laughs> Eddie and Alfie. <laughs> No. Well, you know, I shy friendship Berkeley I do and Alex. That. I, me too. I, I, I friendship everyone I did something bad. Hey, what is it? Eating everything in the house? Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna think. Is Why there someone so eating? <laughs> um, Begin again and it takes place in a cafe. On Wednesday in a cafe? Yeah, they like... <laughs> They fall in love. <laughs> I mean, 22 is a friendship song, so. It's nice to have a friend. Oh, that's cute! Oh, yeah. That's like all of Sabuna. That's so I cute. know. I like how I'm really aggressively trying here tonight. This is me this trying. This is me trying. <laughs> I'm wearing my This Is Me Trying shirt under my sweatshirt. Oh, are you? So. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll put them back in there. Shuffle this up. Trying to like really dig deep today. Amber. Amber and Mara. Hmm. Could be like a love triangle thing. With Nina? (laughs) No, I meant with Nick. With Nick. (gasps) Okay. You belong with me. Oh, yeah. They're like textbook. You you belong with me. uh, Mara and Amber belong with each other. (laughs) (laughs) That's the the surprise ending. (laughs) Do you belong with me? I'm so bad because I made up this game and now I can't think of any Taylor Swift songs. I like how I literally like I'm gonna bring up my playlist and Laura and Brett are like, no, I'll remember Taylor Swift songs. I was like, pre-write in my brain. But Ooh, it could be better than Revenge. Yes, she's not a saint. Yeah, she's not what you think. She's an she's actress. An actress. Is she? No. <laughs> Darthea, but I feel like that's an, uh, an Amber song, not really a Mara Amber song. <laughs> Or hoax, just because that part about that you left the part of me back in New York always makes me think of Amber. <laughs> hoax would be fun. Uh, last great American Dynasty. I had a marvelous time ruining everything. Feels like a line for both of them. Oh, and then I forgot what we were doing, and I was like, the last great American Dynasty is about the treasure smash. 
Same. I also forgot what we were doing. We're. I think we're gonna have to play this again tomorrow. We've been me, on. Me we're too off the rails game. tonight. Yeah, I, right, I thought, we'll do one more tonight. Yeah, we'll do one yeah. more. I, I was like, we're slightly tipsy. This would be fun, but we're forgetting every Taylor Swift song, and then we forgot what game we're playing. Name, the name of the song is actually "I Forgot That You Existed." <laughs> the name of the game. The name of the game. Yeah. yeah. All right, last one, Patricia. I swear to God, if you don't get pull Eddie, so I can yell. Stay, stay, stay. Stay, we stay, stay. We already know that, though. We said it in the red episode. <laughs> Patricia and Jerome. We love Patrome. Patrome. I'm trying to think. This is like a enemies to lovers. Does Taylor have an enemies to lovers song? Other than stay, just stay, stay. Treacherous. May I suggest treacherous? treacherous. Oh, treacherous oh. is slightly messy enough for that. Yeah. I always think of treacherous as like a Droy song, but like Same. I can see it as a Patron song. Bad blood. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Uh, that could have been for Mara and Amber. <laughs> you forgive, you forgive, but you never let go. I'm trying to think, mm. what else? Yeah. Or just like a straight up just like sex song. <laughs> False god. False god. <laughs> or after <laughs> Tis the damn season. No, what if we had a tis the damn season AU for Patricia and Jerome? I mean, you're you're, you're probably right and you should probably say it. <laughs> I like how our decision is just like what song is like I'm going to have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> because they can't romantically like each other, it would just be this like hate, like, hate sex moment. <laughs> so we played the first half of this game last night, but it was very chaotic. So I think we should play it a little bit more tonight. I was the only one prepared last night, and then they were like, "We'll, we'll, we'll remember," and then they didn't remember. We were like Taylor Swift was written for in our minds. We would never forget a Taylor Swift song, guys. By the time you were listening to this podcast, Taylor Swift may or may not have dropped her love story re-record because I'm hearing inklings on Twitter that people have been dropping hints, people have been dropping clues, Taylor Swift's been dropping Easter eggs, or somebody's been dropping Easter eggs, and she's probably releasing a love story re-recording. I don't know. Taylor Swift's always dropping surprise stuff on us. I don't know. I'm not sleuthy enough for this. I know I say that I'm sleuthy, but Taylor Swift. You know who's not sleuthy? Our listeners. Our listeners. Hey guys, Ed Engler here. It is official. I'm so excited. Taylor Swift is dropping her love story, Taylor's version, tonight. Or as you're listening to this, she already did it. So go listen to Love Story, Taylor's version, after you listen to this podcast. I'm so excited. And Fearless, Taylor's version, is coming out April 9th. I'm very excited. You know you come to Anubis Backwards Podcast for Taylor Swift news. Alright, so I pulled the first name. We have... Piper. Piper and Katie. This is interesting. I feel like I don't hate it. I feel like the Piper Katie dynamic roasting Teddy would be fun. Oh man. <laughs> Let's like see. I feel like if I went on a double date with Teddy, it would be a good time. <laughs> I, I I'm trying to pull up like a Taylor Swift. King of my heart. You know what? I'll give it seven. Ooh. I like seven. Maybe. I don't know how they would have met as children, but I like it. Yeah, Ooh, but- Sparks Fly. I'm just picking love songs from them now. I want them to be in love. Betty Davis eyes, just because I like that. D- does that count? Live Sparks Fly tour. I mean, not Sparks Fly tour. <laughs> Speak now, tour. <laughs> okay, I feel like Betty Davis eyes live, because just because one, that's a bop, the Taylor Swift 
Speak Now Tour Live 2011, Betty Davis Eyes. But also, I feel like every time I listen to that song, I'm like, this is gay. And I don't know if that's the vibe I'm supposed to be getting from the song. So, like, I don't know. I also don't know. But I feel like I kind of like the concept of Katie and Piper roasting Betty. That's not a song. Honestly, that the double date chaos that would occur between the four of them. Ugh, exactly. Obsessed. Or Drops of Jupiter cover also from the Speak Now That would be fun. Now that she's back in the atmosphere because Piper has to come back for the ending of the ship for Piper to happen. Right. I like Drops of Jupiter. That'd be fun. I like how I'm not even saying actual Taylor Swift songs. I'm saying the live cover. Delicate would be fun, Them Is it cool that I said all that? Is it chill the train in my head? Stress. Oh my god. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Ooh. Oh, okay. Now we're getting spicy. Spicy, spicy. What would their would they be Kuiper? Alright, so the next name I have pulled is Fabian. Fabian and KT. Alright, Laura. No Fabian stand. Wait, I don't know if I had a Taylor Swift song for them though, did I? London Boy. London Boy? Oh, that yeah, would kind of fit. Again, uh, because I think that has a similar vibe to that Daylight song. You know, remember that song? That was like that Daylight song, and that was like the Kavian song. Anyone yes, want to talk about yes. I think we made a video. I made a video it. to it, so of course I know what you're talking about. I'm glad that we put Kavian. Fabian's the only man I would ever ship KT with. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Um, I- I'm saying Begin Again, because I was going to say Begin Again. Song. Yeah. Like, if he's sad over Nina. Or like any friendship song, like... Or like a friends to lovers Taylor Swift vibe. Not necessarily yeah. it's nice to have a friend, but um, what was I thinking? Everything has changed, maybe. Yeah. Oh, let me see. I'm looking, but I'm thinking either everything has changed. My first thought was begin again. Or like any kind of the songs from Reputation, because it's kind of like I've been hurt, but like now I'm, you know. Yeah. Now I'm in love again. Well, I'm glad we've- I don't think we've pulled Katie in yet, ever, so I'm glad- I know! I got so excited! Like, this is for you, Laura. And we got Piper, like, wow. (laughs) We got Katie and Piper and Katie and Fabian, my new OTPs. I just pulled Ben. We haven't had him in a while. I feel like I have, like, an idea of Ben that's not actually what Ben is. (laughs) When the fanon takes over. Yeah, that's exactly what's happened with Ben for me. Ben and Willow. So it'd be chaotic. I would just like to Willow. suggest Willow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pulls Willow. 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 We have to have Willow. Yeah, we'll have to, let's, let's go Willow. So it goes. Come. So it goes. That's kind of fun. Style. Style would be fun too. That's also Oh, fun. I like style. Yeah. Nina. Nina. It's Nina and Eddie. August. August. <laughs> Goodbye, Octavian. Damn season. False God. Hold on, I can. In August. Did that? Did that simulate me quitting? Emily's trying to quit the podcast. I am. I knew you were trouble. Get out of here. Um, I know places would be good for them because they're cheating. <laughs> they're cheating. Listen to affairs, but that's a patient song. <laughs> Listen Affairs is a patient song. I'm alive in this Chili's thanks to that. I'm not. I was dead in this Chili's thanks to us saying Nettie Summer Romance August. 
All right, we just got Joy. Joy and Willow. No, we can't. They're cousins. No, they're cousins. Okay, put Willow, Willow back. Put Willow back. Is there like a friendship song? 22. The best day. I have a friend. Yeah. The best day. It's nice to have a friend. Yeah, the best day. Seven. They can be growing up together because they're cousins. They're seven. Yeah, seven. The best, the best day because that's a family song. I know that's about her mom, but whatever. Fabian and Joy. JBN. Oh, man. Oh, pff, so Go many. On. The one. Happiness. Happiness. Oof. My Tears Ricochet. This is me trying. I feel like this is me trying in my heart. Is this true? Should have said no. <laughs> Should have said no yeah. is the, the JV and Sabino song. White Horse. Oh, yeah. That, that's Nina Sonsagram. <laughs> May I suggest Dear John? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. oh, ouch. I love that, though. You Belong With Me? That's yeah, cool. definitely, like, You Belong With Me. The, the Story of Us? Hmm, yeah. I almost there's, like, a lot. Jamie has so much potential for songs. Yeah, Taylor Swift has some love triangle songs going on. Yeah, I Almost Do is a good one. All You Had to Do Was Stay? Gosh, the potential here. Okay, I could go on and on. Laura. Me and... Oh, yeah, we're going to have to pick a Taylor Swift song for me and who? Laura and Ben. <laughs> I don't even know. I just, like... I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go with our song because I scrolled all the way to the top of my Taylor Swift playlist. <laughs> I, have, I have no thoughts on Do you think you'd have a happy relationship with Ben or would you guys be, like, troublesome? I mean... Ben does not seem like my type, personally. Okay, so something like, I know you're bad for me. Treacherous. <laughs> yeah. I almost I almost do. I wish you would. Maybe. How I mean, Ben having like a girl? relationship. <laughs> Blank space. <laughs> London boy. You guys can have a summer romance that goes wrong, and we'll do Cruel Summer. Nina and Emily. <laughs> rip it, rip it, rip it. Uh, Can you pick a song for that? White horse, cowboy like me. <laughs> you guys would have like a farm romance. Nina, the horse girl, comes to your cow farm, right? Uh, I just say rip it. Like, yeah, I agree. Rip it. Story. I don't ship it. However, I say white horse or cowboy like me, or just like bad blood because Nina has uh, Emily has bad blood with Nina. There we go. Bad blood. Final answer. Wait, we need a Brenna ship. Okay. Do you want me to just pick a? I don't. We can pretend I pulled my name and just. Yes. Pick yeah. a random character. Okay. Just so first name. one's Brenna. Second one's Brenna. One. That'd be funny if I did. But I actually pull my name. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna put Brenna in Brenna. And Mara, so it's like dating myself. <laughs> um, Ours. Aw. Because you and Mara. <laughs> <laughs> I promise that she'll never find another like me. <laughs> That's for the best, like, you guys are Sweeter like, than fiction. 
Invisible string because the invisible string that tied me to her was Mick. We both dated Mick. <laughs> Going for your your man's ex. Fucking not. Everyone in House of Anubis dates everyone else's ex, and apparently I don't care, so it's fun. Yep. Hey guys, editing Lara, I'm back. This recording was long. We recorded it super late into the night, and we played Chip It or Rip It a lot this week because we recorded it for more than one day. So we just had a lot of content. I'm thinking that we're going to drop just on Sunday, maybe, for Valentine's Day. That might be fun. A nice little bonus episode featuring some of the rest of our Chip It or Rip It games from this week. And also, maybe if I can schedule a recording tomorrow we'll keep you guys updated maybe we'll react i think alex Sawyer might be dropping an ep um emily found something on itunes about it so yeah thanks for that thanks for listening guys and now back to the rest of the episode thank you everyone for listening to our episode um, don't forget to follow us on social media yeah don't forget to follow us on social media we are at anubis podcast on twitter at anubis backwards pod on Instagram and TikTok and Anonymous Backwards Pod uh, at gmail.com if you want to email us. So, yeah, some of you have been emailing us recently and it's it always makes oh, our day yeah. is when people send us emails or anything like DMs, emails, whatever. DMs, it always makes us happy. We text each other and like freak out about it. I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if anyone has any questions, comments, things they want us to discuss in future episodes, maybe um for future ship it or rip it game variations. Um, we might want to throw some more characters into the mix or something like that. Any characters you would love us to throw into the mix? Anything you would love us to discuss? Any, I don't know, games you have ideas of playing? Or whatever. Literally DM us, message us on Twitter, message us on Instagram, that's the same thing as DM. Email us, it's very late at night. (laughs) Send us emails, send us DMs, send us whatever. Um... Thank you so much for listening in Sabuna. Sabuna. Sabuna me. There's so much I wanted to say. The way I see it, is there anyone there? I'm just saying, if you're any of the cast management, please email us. We're almost always free. Please email us.